Good morning and welcome to What's the Point Podcast First Five. Thank you for making us your first listen each Monday morning. My name is Jonathan Walton. I'm teaching pastor at Point Church, and I will be breaking down evangelist James Wilson's message from yesterday, When Jesus Ran After Me. Remember, a word only heard and not applied is fruitless. So make this message part of your life and watch it work for you. This message was a message of hope, redemption, and grace. It started in Luke chapter 15 with the story of the prodigal son. A young man insults his father by leaving the family behind and asking for his inheritance while the father is still alive. It was pretty much like telling the father, you are dead to me. Show me the money. I mean, talk about entitlement. Like, what did you do to earn it, bro? What makes you think you should have this? But the spoiled son asked anyway, like those stupid birds on Finding Nemo. Mine, 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 mine. But despite the ridiculous ask, the father is gracious enough to give it to him anyway. And of course, the son squanders everything on wasteful living, hence the word prodigal, meaning extravagant in excess or wasteful. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. The son is left with less than Johnny Depp after bankruptcy. And to make it worse, a famine arises. Because sometimes, like in the story with Jonah, God will send a storm to make us reconsider. It's sad but true. Maybe a lot more than we'd like to admit. God has to work to get our attention. And when the Bible says that God works in mysterious ways, it means that thing. I mean, like, bro got swallowed and spit up by a whale. Anyway, to survive the famine, he starts working on a pig farm. Now, this is interesting because pigs are considered unclean by Jewish law. Think about that. The guy dropped faster than Jose Aldo against Conor McGregor. Seriously, he fell from being the son of a wealthy and well-known man to the keeper of pigs. And not only was he feeding them, it wasn't long before he was eating with them to stay alive. Like the colonels that fell while they were eating themselves. Slop time. Mmm, delicious. But then one day he came to himself. Hmm. Eureka! He had a jolt of sobriety to his spirit. Even the servants in my father's house have it better than I have it right now. That's what I'll do. I'll go back there and serve him. The message then jumped to the perspective of the father. He had been looking, waiting, and eagerly anticipating the return of his son. And he saw him coming from afar off, and when he saw him, he ran to his son. Now, here's another cultural nugget for you. In those days, it was considered inappropriate and undignified for a wealthy man to run. I mean, I kind of understand. Believe me, I get it. If I'm running, like hardcore running, you better see what's coming behind me because I'm being chased by something. Help! For real, though, you won't see me running for no reason. And in that culture and time, successful men, dignified men would have never ran. It was a disgrace. But the father did not care. He just wanted his son back home. So he ran to him and he ran because he wanted to get there first. He ran because he wanted to get there before the skeptics, before the criticizers and the condemners. And the father brings the son back to the house himself, like personal escort. Like, I know you think he doesn't deserve to be here, but this is my boy, and my boy is back. And he is not a servant. He is a son. 
I heard someone describe this story through the lens of Jewish culture once. He said that it's interesting because Jesus never labeled the son a prodigal. We have given the story that title, the prodigal son, because remember, prodigal really means wasteful in excess and extravagant. He said that we've mislabeled the story because the point of the story was never about the son's extravagant wastefulness. The story is about the father's extravagant grace. Everyone else would have looked at the father and said, you are wasting your grace on this son who has turned away from you and dishonored your family. But in this story, the father extends excessive grace. He gives extravagant mercy. It sounds like the story should have been called the prodigal father. So I sign off using the words of J.R.R. Tolkien. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wonder are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. From the ashes a fire shall be woken. A light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be blade that was broken. The crownless again shall be king. Talk about transformation. Restoration, anyone? Until next Monday, I pray God's blessings, favor, and protection over you. And remember, when it comes to God's word, we are too often worried about making the wrong choice and not worried enough about the consequences of making no choice. But if you change nothing, nothing changes. So you may have to start small, but start somewhere. If you have found yourself wondering, it's time to come home. Until next time, peace. Peace.